Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Even in the midst of rising inflation, vaccination discrimination, the Lord is still on the move with His people. Pastor J.D. will continue sharing beautiful testimonies of people using the ABCs of salvation to impact their family members, friends, and neighbors with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 25th, 2021. Have you noticed, as of late, that everything that is happening has this sole goal of getting us to hate each other and turn on each other? So now, you know what the question is asked? First thing, right out of the chute, have you been vaccinated? And what are you going to say? Don't lie. I know it's tempting. <laughs> Just to have them get off your back. Leave me alone. If you haven't, then you are now the enemy. You are the problem. And Sadly, it's not relegated to just this. It's in every arena of life across the board. I hope you don't tire of me saying this. I have to say this. I'm going to continue saying this because once again, it's the truth. Everything you see and hear is all geared to get you to hate them because they are the enemy. They are not the enemy. They are the mission field. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Our battle is not against people. They are not our enemy. The enemy is our enemy. And you want to talk about smashing success. The enemy has been met with smashing success in this department, because he's got black people hating white people, and white people hating black people, and everyone in between. He's got left hating right, and right hating left. He has Republican hating Democrat, and Democrat hating Republican. Conservative hating liberal, and liberal hating conservative. And it's working, and it's just mind-boggling to me how well it's working playing right into his plan. And you know what the enemy does? I, I want to paint this picture for you. <laughs> he just sits back 
and enjoys the show because we do His dirty work for Him. He couldn't be happier. We devour one another. And more importantly, and even sadly, we destroy our testimony and witness for Jesus Christ. I have yet to have anyone explain to me how it is that they are able to share Jesus Christ with somebody they just blasted. I have yet to have anybody tell me, how do you share Jesus with them when you just called them a name? Because they're on the opposite side of the issue. Have you tried to share? You won't. You shut that door. And that is why Satan is so happy. Keep up the good work. You know, you're in trouble when Satan sends you a thank you card and a gift card and, you know, says, wow, you're, you're doing great for the kingdom of darkness. Keep it up. It gets worse. Bear with me. Still quoting. They, speaking of those refusing vaccines, are endangering our freedom to work, the freedom of our children to learn, and the freedom to hold celebrations with our family. Those who refuse vaccines hurt us all. Because if all of us were vaccinated, we would all be able to maintain daily life. But if one million Israelis continue to not get vaccinated, this will oblige the eight million others to shut themselves in their homes. Therefore, the cabinet decided today that as of 8 August, those who refuse vaccines will not be able to go to the cinema, the theater, the synagogue, the amusement park, the soccer game, or any activity with over 100 people. How about that? Indoors or out, unless they bring negative results from a coronavirus test at their expense. Yes, they will fully bear the costs of the test. Okay, I want to bring it to an end the way we began and say that what we as born-again Christians can expect to happen next is the rapture. Everything I've shared is evidence of the nearness of the rapture of the church. And the reason that it's evidence is because the rapture of the church has to happen before the seven-year tribulation. And the Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church is removed, 2 Thessalonians 2. 2 Thessalonians, the chapter, the second chapter, verse 3 in particular. We spent a lot of time on that one. Instead, we can live in anticipation, even expectation, with our eyes lifted up to heaven, knowing 
that our redemption draws nigh, because it does. Until that time, we can also live in anticipation and even expectation as we look up knowing that the Lord our God will have mercy on us until the rapture. Can I ask you to join me in Psalm 123? I would like for us to read the entire psalm. Relax, it's a very short psalm. It's a song of a sense. And I think the Lord has a word for us today in this psalm. This is what the Spirit would say to us, His church. Unto you I lift up my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God until He has mercy on us. Now picture this with me, please. The servant is with expectation, his eyes fixed on his master, because his master might signal him. He's fully expecting it, anticipating it, and at the ready for it. And he's looking at him, because all the master has to do is signal the servant, sometimes just with the eyes and he knows what to do. That's the expectation. Same with the maid to her master as the servant. And what the psalmist is describing here is his people looking like that to the Lord with expectation. What are you expecting in your expectation? Oh, mercy. Mercy. Have mercy on us, Lord. I am fully expected, and my eyes are fixed on you, and I'm looking to you. And as soon as I, with great expectation, because all you got to do, not you don't even have to say the word. You just have to, you know, lift your eyebrows if you want, or motion with your hands. And I'm going to look to you until, keyword, until you have mercy on me. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Have mercy on us. Here's why we need mercy, God. For we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn of those who are at ease and have been vaccinated. Sorry, that's not in there. (laughs) With the contempt of the proud. They're looking to the Lord with expectation, expecting His mercy. His mercy is going to come. And until it does, I will keep my eyes fixed on Him. It's not if it comes, it's when it comes. It's not if, it's when. And by the way, (laughs) 
my master knows, and we're going to talk about that in our study in Hebrews today. I can't wait. I've been looking forward to this all week. Very excited. You know how it is when you, uh, the night before, you can't sleep because you're so excited. It's like Christmas Eve. Well, that was me last night. (laughs) So if I'm a little tired today, you'll know why. Just really excited. I mean, it's just a word fitly spoken. Hope is the anchor. It's the anchor for our soul. Our hope in Him. I have to say this too, and then we'll bring it to a close. This will be my second closing now. (laughs) Everything that I've shared with you today about expecting the Lord's return is only for those who have come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. You know, these updates can have one of two effects on people. It can either have the effect of terrifying (laughs) or exciting. This can either be terrifying or exciting, depending on where you're at. For those of us that know the Lord, this is very exciting. Very exciting, because I know what this means. What this means is, the rapture is, I mean, imminent. Imminent. I can't wait. Now, if this is terrifying, it need not be. You can settle it right now. As the Apostle John wrote by the Holy Spirit, you can know that you have eternal life. And then all of this can go from terrifying to exciting, exhilarating, with the anticipation, the expectation that Jesus is coming. This is, again, the purpose of the updates, but it's also why we end with the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of salvation in the person of Jesus Christ. What is the gospel? Well, the Apostle Paul, writing to the Corinthian church in his first epistle, chapter 15, the first four verses, says that the gospel is that Jesus came He was crucified, he died, he was buried, and then three days later he rose again from the dead. That's the good news. Why is that good news? Because he did that for you and for me. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish in hell for all eternity, but have everlasting life. That's the good news. What are the ABCs of salvation? Just a childlike explanation of salvation. Very simple. The A is for admit or acknowledge. (laughs) I've sinned against God. I need the Savior. I need Jesus. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. 
Romans 6.23 sort of packages the bad news first, which is important, with the good news. What's the bad news? Well, the bad news is we've all been sentenced to death because of our sin. We've all received the death penalty for the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. You ready for the good news? The good news is the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A, here's the B. And actually the centrality of the B like we talked about last week, the A brings us to the B and the C points to the B. And by that I mean it's even simpler than A, B, C. It's actually as simple as B. Believe. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. That's pretty definite. It's not might, could, should. No, you will. It's paid in full. You're free. That's what the word gospel means. Your debt has been paid. You're free to go. Good news. I'll take it. Where do I sign? No, you don't have to. It's already been signed and paid for. The C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead. You will be saved, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. You know, um, there's coming a time, very soon, (laughs) where every knee is going to bow, and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now there's a big difference between that time and now at this time. Because when we confess Jesus Christ as Lord, we are confessing with our mouths unto salvation. When at that time every knee bows and every tongue confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord, it's not unto salvation, but damnation. That's pretty intense, isn't it? Lastly, Romans ten thirteen says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. There's that will again. Done deal. Signed, sealed, and delivered. I implore you, maybe you're here today or watching online. I don't know how else to say this, but I'll just say this. There's no more time to play around. This is the most important decision of your life for eternal life. And today is the day of salvation. I implore you, I plead with you, I beg of you. Today's the day. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. We've been ending recently with these testimonies of these creative ways that people are using the ABCs. And I want to share with you an email we received from Holly Joy Basser, if I'm pronouncing her name right, I hope I am, of Linden, Washington. Aloha, Pastor J.D. My family and I have been watching your prophecy updates every week since 2020, and have been blessed by them immensely. 
We have also been inspired by your ABCs of salvation and the stories surrounding them. So when our town decided to have our Farmer's Day parade a month later than normal this year, my dad Bill decided to have two large banners made with the ABCs on them. As a quick backstory, all during the lockdown of 2020, my dad drove up and down the streets of our town with a big wooden cross and an American flag placed on the back of his white pickup truck, playing gospel music on his loudspeakers (laughs) and preaching one-minute sermons. I'd like to know how to do one-minute sermons. (laughs) Some of you are saying, can you find out, please? All right. Well... For the parade today, he did the same thing, only this time he had two large banners with the ABCs draped on either side of his pickup as well. And I ran around snapping pictures, lol. The Warrior of Faith motorcycle group was just ahead of him, and they mutually glorified Jesus in the parade. The turnout for the parade was very large, larger than usual. After all, the parade was canceled last year. My dad, who is good at numbering crowds, says it was probably upwards of 10,000 people that were gathered. That's big for my town, Linden. So those thousands got to read the ABCs while hearing, I love this, how great thou art on the loudspeakers. Praise the Lord. Thank you, J.D., and thank you to all those who have written in regarding billboards, keychains, bookmarks, notes in bags of Oli Balen, donuts in Holland, remember those? And the like. Oh, how encouraging and edifying. Your light has been to us in this spiritually dark state of Washington. That's my old stomping grounds on the other side of the Cascades, Linden, Washington. Lord, (laughs) We do live with that expectation. We know what to expect, and it's good. It's good news for us, because we know how this ends for us. It ends in that trumpet sounding, and the dead in Christ rising first. And we who are alive and remain at that time will be caught up, raptured up, to meet you in the air, and forever be with you. Oh, Lord. As the Apostle Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, encourage one another with these words. Lord, for anyone here or watching online that's really discouraged, Lord, I just pray that you'll encourage and strengthen their hearts with this hope that we have of your soon return. And also the encouragement knowing that no matter how hard it gets between now and then, Lord, you're going to have mercy on us. And you're going to see us through. You're going to provide no matter what, because of your love for us. Lord, thank you. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. 
Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.